Hi everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Weekly Pop. My name is Emma Sasek and I'm the Editor-in-Chief here at The Vidette and I'm joined here with... Kevin Schwaller, one of the news editors at The Vidette. And this past weekend we actually went to go see another movie. Yay! So we are two for two now. Yay! Um, and we went to go see Murder on the Orient Express on Friday when it came out. And it's based on the super famous Agatha Christie novel from the 1930s. And as we talked about in our last podcast, we are both obsessed with Agatha Christie books and it is one of the first things we talked about when we became friends. So it's a very cute part of our friendship. It's very momentous. And so um, for those that are not well well aware of what this book is about, um, and the movie too, mm. so there is this detective, Hercule Poirot. I don't know. Hercule they, Poirot. Um, they keep yeah. saying it in such a weird way in the movie. Yeah, it stresses me out. <laughs> but he is a very famous detective known all around the world, um, and he goes on the Orient Express as the title probably <laughs> suggests. suggests. <laughs> um, and he is traveling to go somewhere to solve a murder, but as the title also suggests, there is a murder on the Orient Express. Dun, dun, dun. You know I know. Spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> somebody kills somebody in this movie. He's almost movie. 100 years old. Yeah. Wow. I was just reading a review. It said, if you haven't figured out who killed who on this in this movie after like almost 100 years then I feel bad <laughs> this reminds me of when Les Mis came out people were like oh don't spoil it and they're like it's based on the book from the 1800s <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I guess and so pretty much he just has to figure out who killed um the person that died and he's interviewing all these passengers because as this title would suggest there's probably somebody that killed somebody on the train on the train yeah. <laughs> and he's like interviewing all these people and you're getting these backstories and this is like such a star-studded cast mm-hmm. um you have johnny depp um daisy ridley from star wars leslie odom jr um dame judy dench michelle, michelle pfeiffer, pfeiffer. <laughs> i was saving the best for oh, last you don't okay. you worry <laughs> and then um so yeah it was just a very hectic fun ride <laughs> fun train ride yeah <laughs> um and we were kind of reading a couple of reviews before we saw it and they're all saying the same thing kind of like it's you know it's not bad or anything but they're wondering why it was made in the first place you know <coughs> who wanted the remake mm-hmm. and um i was asking myself the same thing during it despite the amazing cast and the production design was amazing it i love the like the mood of the movie and the tone and the colors and I all love the, the blues f- mm-hmm. and the reds. And I like the font they use for the title mm-hmm. "Murder on the Orient Express." Um, it was it wasn't a bad movie. No, it was. I kind of said to you at the end, I was, <laughs> I was just like, you have to pay attention to so many details in this movie to even come close yeah. to understanding what happened. And I told, I said it was one of the most like anticlimactic things I've ever seen. It really was. Like they, because obviously they try to throw like a little curveball at you, and they're like, oh, this happened, but it was actually a different thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way they threw that curveball, where somebody is says that they did it, you know, or mm-hmm. like they figured out that this person did it, um, it just happened so bluntly and I out, know. out of no, with no build up or anything. So they're like, what? And he- then. Like, I knew, obviously, I mean, we knew how the book ends, so it was like, I mean, I and I haven't read it in, like, almost 10 years, probably. Yeah. Um, but So I knew how the book ended, so I was just like, wait, what? And then, um, just the way they handled that whole thing, the editing in it, which is very weird. I know, and, like, you, Kevin went to the bathroom and bought popcorn <laughs> during, like, one of the most important 
parts that like tells you the entire backstory <laughs> and he comes back with popcorn in his hands he's like i have no idea what's going <laughs> on like this and like the first part of the movie obviously focuses on just the characters that are in the present day mm. but then it talks about like how s- in some way, shape, or form, all of these characters are related to something that happens in the past. He completely yeah. missed the explanation of that. <laughs> and then he like he's like eating his popcorn. He's like, wow, <laughs> what's going on? Who is that? <laughs> I'm like, wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Mm, you don't say. <laughs> yeah, I did miss all of it. But at the same time, I feel like I still didn't miss anything. <laughs> no, you didn't. And um, Kenneth Braun. How do you say his last name? Um, Kenneth Branagh, maybe? He played the, uh, Hercule Poirot and directed the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking at his IMDb last night, and he has directed a handful of movies. And a lot of his Oscar nominations are for uh, the production side, not acting. Mm-hmm. So he is pretty notable in both. But I wish he stuck to one. And preferably yes. the acting. Because... Hercule Poirot is the main character, and mm-hmm. he is in pretty much every single scene. I don't know. Did how he just, did, like, how did, did you he, like, give somebody, like, director notes and then just go on, like, you know, just have that's like, set? Like, yeah. That's so, I understand I mean, if people it's... people do it all the time, but oh, yeah. he played the main character. I know. He was in it way too much. And it's, <laughs> it's like, a, a two-hour, seven-minute movie, and I'm like, you are in the movie for two hours and six and a half minutes <laughs> like yeah. how did you do this yeah i mean good for him though like it's not like it's, it's not a bad movie it's just <laughs> he didn't really bring anything new to it other than his own uh portrait or portrayal of uh hercule Her- whatever his name is bro <laughs> um like because he did really well and like mustache was out of this world yeah, um and was. like everyone just kind of was comparing it to the 1970s movie which i also saw and that was a really good movie mm-hmm. but um it just again didn't really need it other than the cast being together because it was an amazing cast. I love Michelle Pfeiffer in we, it. We love Michelle we Pfeiffer. We love Michelle Pfeiffer. stars in the movie Mother <laughs> by Darren Aronofsky. Check it out. Director of movie Black Swan starring Oscar winner Natalie Portman. And there you go. There's your <laughs> weekly plug. No, but um, I thought Johnny Depp was pretty good in hey, it too. Um, Josh Gad is also in it. Yes, Olaf and uh, LeFou from Beauty and the Beast. That's starring <laughs> Emma Watson. Potential Academy Award winner Emma Watson. Yes. But yeah, it was a re- it was a great cast um it was just it was just a lot to really take in yeah and i feel like you're going to the movie not expecting to take in as much as you do mm-hmm. and they kind of handled it as if it was like a sequel or there was going to be a sequel yes and like because like we're learning about his past love and his like how he's like too moral for everything now but like we don't see that happen i know it's so like, when he ever talks about like towards the end we won't give anything away but how he's like talking about how he's very like moral and like has to do the right thing um like we're all saying they're like good for you like you know we're not giving a reason i know why he have to. like kevin leaned over to me he's like great let's get on to the end of the movie like, yeah, like what he, does this have to do with anything there and then the way they set it up it looks like they're gonna do a death on the nile which we both love mm-hmm. um hopefully they do because i love that book yeah. um but if we weren't given word about it so it's just kind of a it's kind of like jigsaw what do we need it are there gonna be sequels who knows <laughs> find out in a couple of years i guess <laughs> find out in like two days when they released the trailer for <laughs> death on the nile yeah yeah, yeah th- that entire thing like you were just learning about his backstory and i'm like well that's great and all but yeah, i don't I know it. i don't know who this person is i'm mm-hmm. like this is the first movie that's been yeah done. it's not like he's like superman or batman we're like we we don't need it you yeah. know um but and it's not like there was a movie mm-hmm. a few years ago that was like oh mm-hmm. this movie is set in like 10 years before murder on the orient expense yeah no yeah i completely blacked that out yeah. thanks for yeah. reminding me um but going back to josh gad really quickly because i 
just found out, the big Disney fan I am, about the new Frozen special, Olaf Frozen Adventure. Um, the soundtrack came out like a week and a half ago. And I didn't know about it until this past weekend. Yeah. And I was sitting in the car. I texted you because we were on our way to before we saw the movie. Yeah. And I was sitting in the car. And I was like, oh my gosh, the new Frozen soundtrack. <laughs> and came then out. I went into And then the she car. got in the car with me and listened <laughs> and to listened it. And I listened to it. Um, but so there's basically another Frozen movie coming. Oh, it's a short film. Um, <laughs> it's going to be premiering before, before Coco. Coco. Disney and Pixar's new movie, which comes out this Thanksgiving, which I'm very excited to see. Um, but so. A lot of people aren't really happy because it's a 20-minute short film before another probably, like, two-hour movie, and you're going to a Pixar movie, and, like, there's a lot of celebration of, like, Mexican heritage and culture. Um, I think it, it's t- about Day of the Dead, I believe. I believe so. Because um, it takes place, like, in the afterlife. Yes. Um, and so you're really not going to the movie. I mean, a lot of people are going to either go to the movie to see the Frozen short or to see Coco, and those people aren't the same people, mm-hmm. besides me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I want to see both. I would want... Um, I mean, I want to see both. I like both. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like the little annoyance that people are facing with it, but I was listening to the soundtrack, and I'm obsessed with it. It's because Frozen came out, but it's not a Christmas movie, so people kind of forget about that. But now we're given a Frozen Christmas movie uh-huh. with Christmas soundtrack, and I'm obsessed with it, and I love Idina Menzel, and I love Kristen Bell. And Josh Gad is great, and I love Jonathan Groff. He's on uh, Glee, and he was in Hamilton. Um, so I've just been obsessed with Frozen for since the dawn of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to see this, and also I'm excited to see Coco because it's been getting excellent reviews, and I feel myself losing my voice as I continue to speak. So you please speak. <laughs> yeah, and you're going to be in Disney during that time, so you should probably watch it while you're in Disney. Yeah, That's... I'm going to Disney, which means I'm going to come back with a bunch of Frozen stuff. <laughs> yeah, you I'm are. I'm going to come back with 19 stuffed Olafs. Bring me one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to see it, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm sad that you're not going to be here to watch mm. movies with me during break because we are leaving for break. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God, but also God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't get to see you all every day. No, you don't. It's very tragic. Yeah. I don't like that. This is detrimental. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, moving on from me starting to sob in yeah. two seconds. Well, speaking of sobbing, uh, after our last podcast, you did call a bunch of theaters. Um, yeah. Because we still want to see Killing the Sacred Deer. Uh-huh. We talked about last week, and she said, you know what, after this podcast, I'm going to go call a bunch of theaters, and she did. I did. I stuck true to my word. I called, um, I called one movie theater. I'm not going to say which one it is. I called them and asked them if they know when they're going to start showing it. And the guy said, I haven't even heard this movie. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, it's starring Nicole Kidman. I'm like, there are trailers out there. and I've seen commercials for it on TV. So I know for a fact it's been marketed. So unfortunately, I have to, we have to go another podcast saying that we are still waiting to see The Killing of a Sacred mm-hmm. Deer. And I'm very very PO'd about it. Yeah. This this is rough. Mm-hmm. It's the only movie I want to see. It is. Besides Coco and All Lost Frozen Adventure. No, it seriously <laughs> is. Um, like, a lot of the Oscar-nominated films, once those nominations come out in January, they're not going to be coming out. Like, they're not going to be in wide release until, like, January. I know. Um, we saw the trailer for The Post starring yes, Tom Hanks. Yes, The Post and- trailer. Yes. Ooh. Oh, I'm I sent so- it to my mom after we saw it. Actually, during Murder on the Ring Express, because we saw it during before Murder on the Ring Express. So I sent it to my mom. Like, I texted it. I found it on YouTube and texted her during the movie. I was like, watch this. And it already came up before then, but like seeing it, like it in theaters. The day before, like, yeah. Like uh, with like the sound. Oh my gosh. I, li- I said. It's a movie with Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Sarah Paulson. 
Sarah Paulson, <laughs> uh, and oh, Carrie Coon, I mm-hmm. tur- and um, Bob Odenkirk, who's from Better Call Saul. Great. It's a really good cast. But yeah, I turned to you and I said, great, Meryl Streep's about to win her fourth yeah, Oscar. She, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. None of that. I don't even know what the movie was she was in last year that got nominated. What was it called? Uh, last year? Oh, Florence. Foster, Foster Jenkins. Yeah. I didn't see it. I watched, we'll never watch it. I watched 15 or 20 minutes of it with my mom, and she turned to me. She was like, please turn it off. Yeah. I'm like, yep. But this movie, Meryl Streep will finally get an Oscar nomination that she has deserves in the recent years. Keyword, mm. recent years. Recent um, Last one I think that she even relatively could have deserved was uh, Into the Woods, Which Way the Witch. <laughs> Only because it was a supporting actress. Uh-huh. So, I didn't, so I thought, okay, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so she's finally in a super amazing movie. Um, about the Pentagon Papers and the White House covering it up and the Washington Post trying to get those papers, or like publish those papers. About the, the York- Vietnam War. Yes. And the New York Times, I think, tried and they got barred. and. Yeah, and it was like on the Washington Post. It's like you you can release it, but then you might possibly get shut down. Like the entire mm-hmm. newspaper will be get shut down. Or if you don't release it, then you're you're keeping the truth away from the public. So, And she's like... I don't know if she was the editor. Yeah, either the editor or just like the company owner. Um, But she was. Tom Hanks was the owner. She's the editor. She's the first female editor at the Post. Uh, I love being Meryl Streep. Uh, Meryl Streep and I are editor in chiefs. Yay! But um, I'm yeah, I'm (coughs) super excited about that, and it's gonna be phenomenal. Oh no, I'm also Selena Gomez water. I am out of Selena Gomez water. Oh no. I have a Selena Gomez cup with me right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but a, yeah, that looks amazing. And it's the first time Tom Hanks and her have yes. ever been together in a movie, which Believe is tragic. But yes. So the best thing on Murder on the Rory Express is you get to see the trailer for The Post. Yes. Because it'll win 19 billion Oscars. Yes, it will. Um, and so one more thing, actually. Before we wrap this podcast up, the American Horror Story finale is tomorrow. Yes, it is. Um, it's so weird. Well, last year there's only seven episodes, and but years before that, or eight 10. episodes. I think it was ten last year. Yeah, it was always like. No, it wasn't. Uh huh. It was like the the first because they did like three different shows. There are only seven or eight. Altogether. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm not lying to you. This one has eleven episodes, mm. and the ones before, um, <laughs> you can hear me yeah. click season six. Ten episodes. Oh, uh-huh. wow! Yeah, the uh, the ones before were like thirteen and twelve. Like yeah. they, were, but this the past few have just been like eleven for some reason. Mm-hmm. Except Roanoke was at six, and I mean ten, and then this one is at eleven, and it's I don't even know what to expect from the finale. Have you caught mm-hmm. up to it? Oh, I watched it like five days. Ago. I watched it like last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be a huge mess. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a gigantic mess. <laughs> yeah, I haven't expected an American Horror Story finale to be that much of a mess since Asylum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even that one was great. Yeah. It was great. No, I didn't mean a mess in a bad way. <laughs> but it's just going to be a, a hot mess. <laughs> it really is. Because I'm just, I'm just like, okay, when Sarah, when are you going to do your thing? Yeah. I've been waiting for her to... She's d- been pissing me off again, actually. Yeah, because she she's just, um, <laughs> after like the one episode where she did everything amazingly, um, I'm just like, what are you, what are you waiting for? Mm-hmm. Do whatever you're going to do. When she brought Kai over for like the... She was mm-hmm. like, tell Kai to come over for dinner. After she did what she did to her wife, I was like, okay, great. We're going to be in the same fate. No. No. And then no, she told him that, yeah, I don't know what she's up to. I really don't know. I'm like, okay, fine. This is your way of manipulating him. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I can't wait for Idina Porter to become the star of the season again. Yeah. The one that plays Beverly Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. <sighs> but yeah, so we'll talk about that in our, in our next podcast. Oh, which is after Thanksgiving <laughs> Oh, uh-huh. I almost said a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Great. I don't know. 
I know. Like the Weekly Pilot, so therapeutic. I know. Well, yeah, in the meantime, we'll watch as many movies as we can. Mm-hmm. They'll be far, far away from me. Yeah, but I'll be with Elsa. Yeah. And Moana. And, and Belle. Belle. Shit. No. <laughs> I stopped. He stopped. Explicit podcast. Ooh, we'll put an E. Put the E. <laughs> well, no, it was the first three letters. We're fine. Oh, oh, sh- <laughs> All right. Well, on that really rated R note. I need more water. So yeah, we are wrapping this we up. We are wrapping this up. Thank you, everybody, for listening. <laughs> I'm Emma Sassen. And I'm Kevin Schwaller. And, and we'll, we will see you guys. Ooh. Ooh. We will see you guys in two weeks. Sad. Yeah. <laughs>